Almighty One, who scatters the proud and fills the hungry. By your Holy Spirit, let your word leap in us and bring to our yearning the joy that comes with new beginnings and renewed lives. Amen. Our first reading comes from Psalm 80, verses 1 through 7. Shepherd of Israel, listen. You, the one who leads Joseph as if you were a sheep. You who are enthroned upon the winged heavenly creatures. Show yourself for, for Ephraim, Benjamin, and Messiah. Wake up your pauper. Come to save us. Restore us, God. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. Lord God of heavenly forces, how long will you fume against your people's prayer? You fed them bread made of tears. You've given them tears to drink three times over. You've put us at odds with our neighbors. Our enemies make fun of us. Restore us, God of heavenly forces. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. Our second reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 55. Mary got up and hurried to a city in the Judean highlands. She entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Mary was filled with, or Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. With a loud voice she blurted out, God has blessed you above all women, and he has blessed the child you are carrying. Why do I have this honor, that the mother of my Lord would come to me? As soon as I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. Happy is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill the promises he made to her. Mary said, With all my heart I glorify the Lord. In the depths of who I am I rejoice in God my Savior. He has looked with favor on the low status of his servant. Look, from now on everyone will consider me highly favored, because the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He shows mercy to everyone from one generation to the next who honors him as God. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered those with arrogant thoughts and proud inclinations. He has pulled the powerful down from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty-handed. He has come to aid of his servants Israel, remembering his mercy, just as he promised to our ancestors to Abraham, and to Abraham's descendants forever. It's from the Old Testament book of Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 through 5a. As for you, Bethlehem of Etheria, though you are the least significant of Judah's forces, one who is to be a ruler in Israel on my behalf will come from you. His origin is from remote times, from ancient days. Therefore, he will give them up until the time when she who is in labor gives birth. The rest of his kin will return to the people of Israel. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. They will dwell secure because he will surely become great throughout the earth. He will become one of peace. This past week, 
As I looked out a window in the second story of my home, I saw a tiny bird hanging on tight to a dancing branch. It was an incredibly windy day. A gray squirrel had perched in the V of the same birch tree. The squirrel had its tail curled up over its back. The wind was so strong, the hairs of the squirrel's tail were parted and being blown straight out. Neither creature looked very content or comfortable. The bare branches were springing up and down like a fiddler's elbow. The more I stared at the bird, the more I wondered, what kind of a bird is it? One that was smaller than a chickadee, had a red breast, and its toes must have had the grasp of a vice grip. This mystery stayed with me until the next morning when it was clear and calm. I looked out the window and was amazed that the brave little bird was still in the same spot I had seen it the day before. Once again, I studied the little bird. What I was really looking at was one lone leaf that was brown and curled. <laughs> and it still looked like a little bird. Life is loaded with surprises. Christmas time is especially full of surprises. Our God is a God of mystery, a God of wonder, and a God of mysterious surprises. Micah was a minor prophet and a contemporary of the prophets Isaiah and Amos. About 720 years before Christ was born, Micah predicted his birthplace. The name Micah might sound familiar as it is where this powerful directive comes from. What does God require of us? To do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God. At the time that Micah was writing scripture, lots was happening Israel had just fallen to the Assyrian Empire. Jerusalem was under siege. People were being, were being held captive in the city, and the king was being humiliated. Last week, we may have felt that we were under the siege of Mother Nature. Many around this country and around the world may feel they are being held captive by COVID. And whoever is in office in our nation's capital is usually getting picked on by the other side. Much like today, 2,700 years ago, the people needed good news. They needed something to look forward to. Micah was telling them a new ruler would come. They would live securely, and this new king would become their peace. It almost sounded too good to be true. The people must have wondered and asked, how soon will this happen? And it makes me wonder if Micah were standing down at the corner of Highway 2 and 169, down there by Central School, and prophesizing who would go listen and who would believe him. And he told them this king had been alive forever from untold ancient times 
and would rule throughout eternity. I mean, why would anybody believe that? And to say something that seems so ridiculous, it didn't even make clear sense. Well, actually, what Micah foretold did come to pass. It did come true, and it took 720 years. As is so often the case, God does great things in unexpected places, in unexpected ways, and at unexpected times. The Messiah was from Jerusalem, was not from Jerusalem, but from itty bitty Bethlehem in the land of Judah, which interestingly enough is where King David, Israel's greatest king, was also born. But 2,000 years ago, Bethlehem was described as a tiny place, one of a thousand tiny places. But remember, Judy Garland is from Grand Rapids and Bob Dylan came from Hibbing. Everyone must come from somewhere. And when the Messiah did arrive in Bethlehem, he came as an infant, not a ruler. Like those living before us in unpredictable times, wondering what will happen next, we too are seeking security and peace and wondering when will it happen and how will it happen? Especially those living in Kentucky after the tornado or those that are standing on the Ukraine and Russian border Micah says, he will be one of peace. This ruler will bring peace. I just hope it's not another 720 years that we wait for the prediction of the future to come true. And yet, we know God keeps promises and works in God's timeline, not our timeline. And just like the narrative in Luke that Jason read, Elizabeth saying to Mary, blessed is she who believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. When the peace does come, it will not be by a sword. Nowhere do we read that Jesus ever carried a weapon. Jesus is the one of peace. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I give to you not as the world gives. Don't be troubled or afraid. Jesus uses a different kind, a different kind of strength, a different sort of strength, a strength that shows itself in service. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord. We know that hope often comes softly by the happy sound of children's voices or when we see the first brave green shoots of a tulip emerging from the soil in the spring. We look forward to a time when the very real trial of birth is over and all the world's people, every tribe and nation will come to our common beginning, come back to our common beginning, and the world will be one. Bethlehem means house of bread, and Jesus is the bread of life. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, 
This means from the very beginning, Jesus was always there. There was never a time when Jesus did not exist, nor will there ever be a time when Jesus is not there. Take a moment and think about it. What and where is God doing the unexpected in your life? As is so eloquently, eloquently written in a book that Margaret Morris gave me. And so the promise and prediction of Micah would be nothing more than a historical curiosity, nothing more than a glorious pipe dream if it were not for the birth of Mary's son in the little bitty common town of Bethlehem. Into the besieged city he comes, the city of the human heart with the majesty and strength of God, and he comes with priceless gifts to those who receive him, gifts of security and peace. We know our God keeps promises. Amen. <laughs>